0: Welcome, everyone, back to episode five Five here. This is going to be part two of, what was the title?
1: Um, our Experience with Sex and intimacy. intimacy.
0: So yeah, definitely encourage you guys to watch the last episode. We kind of just share our background of, you know, just growing up and how our worldview was shaped on intimacy and sex all the way up to our marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're picking up at, you know, now we're married. <laughs> now we're married and, and why we think sex is important, especially in a marriage. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was thinking, too, like, Kind of diving into the why um, of why why
0: wait? You know? Yeah, because that's a pretty big topic, and we waited to have sex before we uh, until we got married.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, I lost my train thought, but yeah.
0: So I'll just start with you. Why did you? Why do you want? Why did you want to wait to have sex to, until marriage?
1: Well, we kind of touched on it in last week's episode. Um, of you know, like you said, like our backgrounds in it, um, and we kind of touched on you know, sex and intimacy in marriage a little bit. But we kind of wanted to like dive into that a little bit more. So why did I want to wait? Well, number one, we're believers. So I wanted to honor the Lord. I had already had sex before we got married um, in a previous relationship. So I knew that like going into our dating relationship that that was completely off the table. Like I really wanted to
0: um like withhold that standard.
1: Yeah, I wanted to walk circumspectly. We were youth group leaders at the time too. And so they were looking at our relationship um closely. Like my my junior high and high school girls were um were studying our relationship. And I wanted to make sure that we had integrity in our relationship and you know your integrity is is what you do when no one is looking. So I wanted to make sure that we weren't just like putting on a good show for church, but that it was actually like I mean there was a heart change that happened too because like, we decided together, like, we were going to honor the Lord and, um, and wait to have that relationship until we were married.
0: hmm And,
1: uh... Why did you wait?
0: I waited, well, honestly, like, I, I was a virgin before we got married. up to the point where we had sex I was a virgin so my relationships previously just never felt right for me to like have sex with with the people that I was dating or with previously before we met Um, the opportunity was there but it just was not something that I felt like was right in the moment and I honestly think that was like God given me that conviction, you know, to wait. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And not, like, getting myself in a situation that would have been bad for me to go down. Like, my... Not anything bad on the other person, just that path in life was probably would have been the best for me to go down. In my belief, that's how I look at that, those situations. But, uh, once I got saved at 21... You know, I had a lot of shame around just me watching porn and, like, getting into masturbation and all that stuff. Like, there was a lot of guilt and shame and just frustration and all this stuff. And when I got saved, it really kind of, like, a lot of that kind of just was not on my mind anymore. And I was just so focused on learning about the Bible, you know, being around other people that believed the same thing. And, uh, you know, getting closer to God, that was, like, was way more important to me than even, like, dating at that moment. I was just so focused on, you know, and so excited just to just spend time with, with the Lord and learning and growing as a mature Christian. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, and then eventually... I started learning about, or I started being around other people that were married, and I knew at the end of, back of my mind, like, I did want to get married, and, uh, once I started getting a little bit more mature, you know, I started thinking about marriage in general, and, you know, that's when I met you, Mm -hmm. but I've met you already at 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 21, Mm -hmm. I just... We started getting a little bit more serious at that point. Mm-hmm. And I really started, to, I took that very seriously, like, respecting you, because, yeah, we were both Christians, and we were also both leaders, and, like, I didn't want to be a hypocrite.
1: hmm
0: You know, I, I truly believe what I believe now, and I believe that, you know, if God says something for me to do, that you do it. Mm-hmm so I just trusted that and I had I had to put my faith in God to at least have self control and hold and wait yeah up until you know the point we got married yeah did that answer the question why did I wait yeah I think so was that was you like not being a virgin and then getting married to me knowing that I was a virgin like affect you at all
1: I think it, like, it bummed me out, because at that point, I had already, like, I was... I still had to work through a lot of things, because, like, I had mentioned in the last episode, um, me, like, I guess, like, giving it up, I didn't want to, like, I remember, like, I kept saying, like, no, I don't want to do this, like, this is, like, wrong, like, um... And it just, I don't know.
0: It, yeah, it just was happened.
1: Crappy. It was just like a crappy situation. And so um, I was already like, starting to work through a lot of that trauma um, when we got married. But it was, there was a point of shame for me though, because I felt like kind of unworthy of you for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I don't know, I just, I felt, I felt like a hoe. <laughs> to put it bluntly, I felt like... <laughs> I felt like... Um, this is just, like, my own feelings. But I just... I don't know. I just felt like you deserved better. You know? Mm-hmm. And it kind of... I mean, it, it definitely, like... It grew my relationship with the Lord, though. Because... Um, he and I worked through those things together Uh, and you know it is kind of like I mean the bible says that we're like filthy rags right like anything we can bring is like filthy rags which is the equivalent of like a dirty tampon (laughs) like it's just like that's what it is like
0: you're talking about that we can't... We're not ultimately we're, good or perfect. We aren't
1: worthy. That's the point of being yeah. a savior. So it just kind of, like, brought me to terms with my salvation a little bit more. And being like, you know... Not that, like, I'm comparing you to Jesus. But in the sense of, you know, you don't look at me and see that past, right? In the same way of, like... Jesus doesn't look at us and see our past and I don't look at you and see your past so there's a level of grace that went into our marriage from the beginning I think um, where we just like have a lot of like there's just an abundance of grace that we have on each other and so I had to work through the feeling of unworthy of, of your forgiveness in that area yeah does that make sense?
0: yeah yeah I felt like I just felt bad that you had to go through something like that before and I didn't like look at you any different or like was unattracted to you at all or anything or that was a turn off for me I was I was just I felt bad for you and I uh, you know I just continued on like not like nothing ever happened but just continued on as good friends and just getting to know you more. It's kind of... I didn't hold it over you or condemn you for it or judge you. Yeah. Because I, I knew that I, I did some pretty bad stuff too. So, yeah. I was like, who am I to, to judge, you know? I'm, I'm just as, like, bad, you know, yeah. in other areas, so... Which
1: just kind of, like, where I was going with that of, like, we just have a deep level of grace for each other. Yeah. Because um, we recognize our own um, shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think that you, when we were dating, um, it was kind of like, looking back on our dating relationship, I can see how God was prepping us for marriage because... There were times when you were making a decision specifically about, like, me not staying over at your house anymore, right? Yeah. And, um And, you know, me honoring that and submitting to that and respecting you in that. Um, and you were honoring me and, like, protecting my heart, you know, mm-hmm. by doing that. And so, I think,
0: like, that kind of, like... You were like, you'll, you'll thank me later. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're mad now, but you'll thank me later. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but, and like... Looking back, that's what I think of now. <laughs> I
1: wanted to kind of talk about something that not a lot of people talk about in marriage. And that, like, I think a lot of... If there's... I mean, I don't even know. There might not even be any women listening. But if there are women listening, um, I think... I think that at least for me like before you get married you think like oh we're going to have sex every day like two times a day. It's gonna, <laughs> it's going to be just like movies, <laughs> you know. And and, just like
0: the movies. Just <laughs> like
1: movies. And
0: uh or even what you watch on porn. I mean Yeah.
1: Well, I was I was just thinking like a lot like having a lot of it, like frequent frequent sex. Yeah. But really, it's turned into sacrificial sex. Because, like, there are times when I don't feel like being intimate with you. But I recognize that that is a need that you have as a man. And it's a need that I'm the only one who can fill it. And I'm the only one who should fill it. And, um... And it's, it's doing you a disservice as my husband to withhold that from you. And, I don't know. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, like, you're already getting into, into the nitty gritty.
1: The nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. It is, like, it's, it's a sacrifice at times. And that doesn't mean I don't enjoy it, but it is a sacrifice. And then there's also, like, like... I've heard of women using sex to manipulate their husbands, mm-hmm. um, which is a huge no-no, um, like withholding it to get something that they want or giving it to get something that they want. Um, and I like, I remember I purposed, purposed in my heart when we got married that I would never do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just, I don't know. That just like feels dirty to me. And it's not, sex isn't supposed to be a dirty thing. Like, God created it, and um, he created it to be pleasurable, right? Um, And it's a beautiful thing. And And that's why it's reserved for a man and a woman in marriage. Because when you get married, you become one with that person. You know? Yeah. What is it? Genesis... Genesis 1, Genesis 2 where it's like the man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife or cleave to his wife like literally like to cling to his wife and the two shall become one flesh yeah. and even Adam right when when God brings Eve to him in the garden and and Adam goes this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman for she came out of man you know Mm-hmm. like that's a beautiful thing and i and like for me having had that relationship pre- like previously even though it was traumatizing and not healthy um there was a you do kind of have like this like soul connection to somebody else and literally like i had to pray that God would like sever any like soul ties that I had to that person. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, you know, I mean, that's like that's the thing. And, um, obviously, like, no judgment if you're sleeping with people, but I don't know. For me, I, I just, I, I would, I, just
0: want that with you, you know? hmm Yeah, I was... This is my rant. <laughs> I was thinking, like, so me and you came from these backgrounds, like, of what we learned, what was intimacy about marriage and about sex, and a lot of it was porn and movies and shows and all this stuff, so, like... And
1: books. It's so unrealistic.
0: Yeah. So, like... And then, like, when we did our premarital counseling you know we were like oh yeah we're gonna have sex every day um, we had these like crazy expectations expectations or ideas of what our sex life would be like and that uh, like even for me i had thought like okay i struggled with porn and like once we get married and we start having sex like all of that's gonna change like i'm gonna be better now Mm-hmm. You know, like all yeah. my all the porn watching, all of that, my mindset on different things is gonna just like instantly change. Yeah, and be healed of my <laughs> mindset around those things. And that yeah. was like totally wrong.
1: Yeah,
0: like I had I had built so much habits of watching porn and masturbating for so long that like I had to, it like literally like I. It made me like want to have that expectation, like, "Oh, we're gonna have sex like every day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's gonna be great, it'll be amazing." And I think we should, I think all couples should strive to have sex every day, and it's be passionate and loving. But obviously, it doesn't happen every time, you know. It's not yeah. always passionate and loving. <laughs> it's um, loving. It could, it's yeah, loving. I mean, it it's is. Loving, every even time. though it doesn't feel like it, it's it is it's an act of love and sacrifice. And,
1: Yeah. Well, I just think, like, you know, you have this need, right? Like, it is a very real need. And I have that need, too, but it's on a different... It's just different. And you have that need in the same way I need to be, like, emotionally intimate with you. You know? Like, what if you just, like, didn't feel like talking to me today? That would suck. You know? So it's like... I think about that now when I'm like, oh, man, I really don't feel like having sex tonight. But it's like, well, what if he just really didn't feel like talking to me today? You know? It's kind of like that same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely important. Like I don't want to downplay it at all. And that doesn't
1: mean yeah. you're a horn dog. I think a yeah. lot of women, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be bold in saying this. I think a lot of women look at their husbands when they want sex all the time and be like, oh... And I've done this, so I'm not just saying it because like holier than now. I've done this where I've been like, oh, you just want me for sex. That's all you want from me. Oh, you're such a horn dog. All you want is sex. Yeah, because that's your that's like a like a, your number one need as a man yeah. is to have that relationship with me. So how dare I look at you and say, oh, all you want from me is sex when I expect you. To sit down and have a face-to-face conversation with me every day. You know? Yeah.
0: It could start getting, like, uh, what a double standard. Yeah. Is that what you would call it, right? I think a
1: lot of... Well, we've feminized... We've feminized men so much that no wonder men don't pursue women anymore. It's, like, women are shocked when a man pursues them. It's because women are out here... Kicking butt and taking names, which is great. Be a kick butt woman, like be a powerhouse woman. But also, like I come home to you, and I and I'll cry to you and you alone. You know, like you are the one person that I'm the most vulnerable with. Right? I don't know. There's just like uh, I could go on.
0: <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> well, I feel like we're talking about a bunch of different issues. Okay, like...
1: it's true. We need to like I'm spider webbing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
0: we'll come yeah, like, back. <laughs> I'm back. Because a, a lot of stuff does come up when you get married and you withhold having sex and then you start having sex. There's a lot of things that come up that, that was you guys the point. have to work through. That
1: was the point of that, was like, then you can start being like, oh, well, you're not putting in your 50%, so I'm going to withhold sex from you.
0: Like, yeah, cause that's if,
1: kind of like where I was going
0: with that. Yeah, like for me... I had, a, I had a, almost expected, like, yeah, we're going to have sex every day. Yeah. And, like, when we start, start to not have to do that, you know, like, obviously, we're day-to-day work, stress, life comes in, and, you know, you might not be feeling it. And I started learning that, like, you just don't have as much of, a, like, a sex drive as I do. Mm-hmm. And part of it is because I am a man, and...
1: We're just wired differently. Yeah. And I would like to do a side note. It's not 50 50. It's 100 100.
0: Because then
1: there's no way to gauge if he's giving 50% and if I'm giving 50%. It's you both put in 100%, regardless of if the other person is putting in their 100%. It's unconditional.
0: Yeah. So, like, I had to start learning, like, how to have self control and just be mature and not, like, Throw like a hissy fit because you didn't want to have sex that night or something. Yeah. And that was a big struggle for me, and like it was definitely a learning thing. And.
1: uh... Well, I had to learn how to how to like honor that that need that you have, and and do it even when I don't feel like it. You know.
0: Yeah. And, and give it my even all. that like even when you say that it's still hard for me to hear it because like I I want you to feel like well. Let me explain
1: that. Like, (laughs) when I say, like, I don't feel like it, I might be tired that night. And it's like, okay, I currently do not feel like having sex, but I'm still going to, like, make myself look cute. I'm going to brush my teeth and I'm going to, like, initiate having sex with my man because I want, like, at the end of the day, it's not about me. You know, it's like, I'm here to
0: serve you. Oh, so you're looking at it as like, you're serving me in that.
1: Right. And, and, and you know what? it is
0: about you though, too, because like, I want to serve, I want to pleasure you, I want to please you too. Right.
1: But when I'm like, when I'm like, okay, like I'm going to, like, I'm going to initiate having sex with you. I'm not thinking, oh, like I'm going to get something out of it. I'm thinking I get to give this to you it's like yeah. a gift but that, that me and me alone can give to you and that empowers me I feel like that's a, like an empowering yeah. thing for a wife to be like because a wife has the power to make or break her husband and if you are like withholding something that is his biggest need then yeah no wonder he's talking to Jill down the street you know like no wonder that girl at that restaurant stuck out to him because men are visual so like heck like <laughs> you know i'm just gonna, i'm gonna make myself look so good <laughs> and like i'm gonna you know i'm gonna initiate having sex with you because if it's not me it's gonna be some other hoe <laughs>
0: I'm just using that word a lot today.
1: You know. I need to stop because you because we'd be like, oh. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's not, if it's not me, and the same thing goes for you. Like, there are needs that I have that only you should be able to fulfill. And only you can be able to fulfill. And if it's not you, then it's going to be some other guy. And, you know, we yeah. don't want that it's like you have to really protect your marriage and I think sex is a big part of that because sex knits your hearts together like I notice a difference when we go a while like this whole postpartum journey um when we've gone a while without having cause you can do other things but like ha- without having like sex
0: mm-hmm.
1: I notice a big difference like
0: intercourse, pre- intercourse. And yeah and-
1: Cause so you can do other stuff, which we do, but like I have we haven't been able to have intercourse during my postpartum. Um, and I've noticed a big difference than when we have sex frequently. Yeah. Like I feel closer to you when we have more sex. I feel less insecure when we have more sex If you are, like, not having a good day and you're just, like, not talking, I don't feel like it's anything to do with me. I'm just, like, cool. Like, I'm going to give you your space. I'll be over here when you need me. As opposed to, like, the opposite when we don't have sex for a little bit of time. I'm, like, oh, my God. He's talking to another girl. (laughs) Even though I know that's ridiculous, that's still, like, I think the enemy will use that to. It's, like, you're stronger together, you know? And it does, like, it knits your heart together. Yeah. I feel like I'm talking the
0: whole time. Sorry. No, it's all right. Very passionate, a lot to talk about. Very passionate
1: about, about this, because I feel like we had to learn a lot, and we had to learn it the hard way. Yeah. You know?
0: Like, when we first got married, you had lost your dad, like, right before we got married. hmm And so you were going through, like, almost depression, I would say. I was
1: depressed. <laughs>
0: And, like, we just got married, so that's supposed to be, like, the best time of work, you know. You were dealing with that, and I, like, was... In my mind, you know, I'm trying to be empathetic and to help you get processed mourning and stuff with your dad and then also still, like, want to try and have sex and things like that. So it was, like, a a tanglement of a lot of different things. And so it was definitely a... In the beginning, it was like, okay, you know, I need to learn how to love my wife, not only just in, like, sex, you know, like, with intimacy, and then we were struggling with money a lot, and that was causing a lot of stress in our marriage in the beginning, Mm -hmm. so that, uh, on top of, like, her going through losing her dad. we probably didn't
1: (laughs) have sex for, like, what? A long time. It was
0: very, it was, I don't remember, like... But yeah there were times like we didn't have we only had sex like once a month or you know like maybe once, every, once every, every couple months two weeks or a few but then there was times where we had sex you know
1: yeah
0: so it was very like difficult in the beginning plus we're you know i was bringing my baggage i
1: was bringing and, my baggage
0: <laughs> yeah so we had a, i had to learn a lot of patience and um You know, and not only that, just learning how to have sex with my wife, Mm -hmm. you know, like figuring out my limitations, my body, and then learning what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with.
1: Dude, for the longest time, I refused to change in front of you. Like, I would not take off my clothes in front of you ever, ever.
0: Those sound secure. Yeah, or you would try and cover yourself up. Yeah. Cover your chest up. Yeah. And
1: And now I'm like,
0: (laughs) I'm like, why are you doing that? I guess it's like part of being like newlyweds too. But now I'm just
1: like, whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would say like in the beginning, definitely, there was a lot of. There's
1: just like a lot going on. Learning
0: of patience and, and not. For me, it was like. I didn't want to just get mad because we didn't have sex that night or something, you know? Like, yeah, I was frustrated, but I didn't want to let it ruin my night. Or there were nights, though, when. Between us.
1: Like, you were like, oh, you want to get it on? And I'd be like, no, I have a headache. And then you would be like, okay. And you'd literally roll over, put on your phone, and ignore me. And that's what made me feel. Yeah. Like- so,
0: like, I was pretty immature about it. Like, I was. <laughs> I was really bad, like
1: <laughs> I, <would literally laughs> I was like a jerk. Like, I was yeah, a jerk, definitely I was, at times. I remember, I would just be like, "Okay."
0: <laughs> because it happened a lot in my yeah. mind. It happened a lot, yeah. and it did. I mean, yeah. we didn't have very much sex in the beginning. Yeah, and like you know, I I didn't have a lot of self control.
1: Yeah,
0: and like I I was still struggling with like. You know, being tempted to watch porn and things like that. Still at mm-hmm. that time, um, it was just very like <laughs> a roller coaster for me and for you too. Yeah. I mean, not only just with our marriage just starting, but like just your dad passing away, and then yeah. we moved in together for the very first time.
1: Yeah.
0: And so even all, <laughs> we had to learn how to live together, how to budget. Mm -hmm. Like there's just so many things going on and I feel like if a good tip like for like a husband is like if if you got your house in order and like, you know, reduce the stress like you guys are gonna, we're gonna have more sex. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just the environment is way better. Yeah. And I feel like now... (laughs) Yeah, you know, obviously there's still stress, you know, um, that comes up and whatnot, but it's especially pointless. now with the kid now, it's, it's, there's definitely that stress at night with trying to get him to go to bed. Yeah. So now we have a new challenge to work through. And <laughs> how do we fit being intimate and stuff together? Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if Showers. you could, <laughs> yeah, if you could like do things to fit, yeah, like my wife and i we get in showers together and that's just a time where we could talk yeah and you know play around a little bit (laughs) if we wanted to or just you know be there with each other quality time yeah um that'll kind of like help within times of stress i would say
1: even if it's just like... A... hugging, like I just yeah, hug I you Yeah, I was about to say
0: that, yeah. You know, I kiss you more in the day. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, there's so many benefits... Do that not only just leading up to sex but just feeling good.
1: Yeah, I'll like, um, I'll call you and like tell you how I appreciate you looking yeah. for a family or like, or like give you
0: a little smack on the butt. I'll
1: come or upstairs like <laughs> and because our office is upstairs and I'll come up and like massage his shoulders and like bring him food or water or whatever, just like serve him through the day. Um, mm. because you know. Our men need that. Our men need to know that they're valued and appreciated, and that builds them up. I think. Does that build yeah. you up as like a man?
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely like. I think that's I like mm-hmm. my love language is getting served and like
1: acts of service. And doing things touch. that
0: like I have to do on a day to day. If you can do some of those things for me, I would
1: say physical touch and acts of service are your two love languages. Yeah. Mine are gifts and quality time. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I like you to get me things and spend time with
0: me. I know. So, I mean, I mean, as far as like specifics, like struggles that we had, are there any examples that you want to say or bring up?
1: Like, with sex?
0: Yeah, or it could be anything, like intimacy. Kind of um, covered a little bit, like the money stress.
1: Yeah, well, I think that definitely once we got that, that in control,
0: that... the environment got a lot better. Yeah. We didn't fight as much.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think, too, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, we had to kind of learn to dwell with mutual understanding toward each other. You know?
0: Um, yeah. Well, I had to learn.
1: Right. That's like what you how, said. Yeah, what you I had, had to learn
0: like how how you uh, operated.
1: You literally have to like study your spouse. Like you can do premarital counseling. You can have dated like you know 15 guys before or whatever, but like until you are married, until you are in that kind of relationship you just don't know um and I think for us a big thing was always just keeping Jesus Jesus first sorry keeping yep. Jesus first and trying to honor him as best as we can um because it is hard I think um it's I mean marriage is difficult on it's own And then you have all these other factors. And I think Hollywood does this crap job of portraying romance. And, you know, Disney, they say, oh, and they lived happily ever after. But nobody ever says what happens after the happily ever after. You know? Um, in the love and respect class that we go through every year. Um... Uh... Dr. What's his name? Emerson Eckrich. E- 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 I'm probably butchering his name. So sorry. But it's love and respect. And uh, Emerson says that it's not about Hollywood. It's about the holy word.
0: Yeah. I, would, I agree that like our, our commitment to God, you know bled over into our commitment to each other so it wasn't just like me just being committed to you but it's on top of that it's like you know I'm committed to follow through on my commitment with God to marry you so that was like our foundation Mm -hmm. even when like things were really bad we were in big fights or you know we didn't have sex for a while Mm -hmm. you know I, I Knowing that, you know, God was like, that he loved me, he cared about our problems. Yeah. And that if I stuck stuck through it and had faith and asked for help, you know, that we would work through it and that ultimately he would bless or help us to grow in those areas that we were struggling with. And sex was definitely a big part of it.
1: Yeah. In James chapter one. Um, It says that um, if you ask God for wisdom, he won't withhold it from you. And so, like during a trial. And I definitely think that, you know, you're going to have trials in life. Mm -hmm. I definitely believe that that marriage is kind of like its own trial. Because it's literally like sanctifying you. To be more Christ-like.
0: It's going to open more doors for more trials to come. Yeah. And and lots of moments of joy and fulfillment.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think that... You know... I mean... Where is I going with this? Like Your sex life with your spouse is... In my opinion, it's the most important relationship. Like, because we have like different types of relationships with each other. Like, you're my friend, and we hang out, and then we're also parents, so raising our son, and we're also like friends with other people, so we're hanging out with them. So we have all these different like relationships, and then um, relationship to each other as my husband and as your wife. But like that time for sexual intimacy is like ours and ours alone like we don't share that with anybody that's mine and yours and that i think is i think that's the most important part of our marriage to be honest because like you look at these i've looked at couples that have been married 40 50 60 70 80 years maybe not 80 years let's see my grandparents were married for 69 years and I'm pretty sure that they were having sex up until, like, a long... Like, they were, like, they were still getting it on, you know?
0: <laughs> <Like, laughs> you don't want to think about that. <laughs> I don't want to think
1: about that. But they had a great marriage. They were married, like I said, for 69 years. That's more than half... That's more than double my lifetime, you know? It's more than double your lifetime. They we were married for 69 years mm-hmm. before my grandpa died. And they had a fantastic... Um, I mean, they had I had a great a great marriage um, for better or for worse, and I've looked at couples that have been married for five years, and they're you know the wife is like I like we don't have sex, um, and I don't want to have sex like all he wants is sex, and the husband is like I don't want like you know she doesn't want me, and it causes a rift, and then they end up you know. Somebody ends up cheating on the other person and then they end up getting divorced. Um, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I mean, honestly, this is going to sound cheesy. Sex makes the marriage go round. You know, there's a reason why God designed it. He said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Right? And he blessed that marriage. He blesses the marriage relationship. Yeah. And it should be fun. I mean, I have fun. I mean, I, I think like when we have sex, it's like... I laugh more then than when we're just like joking around with each other. You mm-hmm. know? Like it's just fun.
0: Yeah, it's like it's an our it's like created for pleasure because God, you know, made it good and I mean it's the most one of the most pleasurable things you can do. Yeah. And like only on top of that, it's also a very like bonding
1: Yeah.
0: Spiritual bond between That's the the word two I was people. And like, it ultimately, it'll grow you as a couple because, you know, what is that Inver- in Ephesians, right? It says like, the husband uh, and the wife, you know, her body is like yours and my body's yours. Is that in
1: Ephesians or in 1 Corinthians?
0: It's, it's in one of the, the New Testament books
1: so. yeah I know Paul wrote it I think it's in 1st Corinthians where it says yeah. like the husband's body is not his own but it belongs to his wife and the wife's body is not her own but it belongs to her husband yeah, it,
0: you think about it and it's like you know oh if my wife's body belongs to me like oh I want to have sex you know Mm-hmm. But, then, but then she's like no i don't you know i don't feel like having it, it also says it just causes the tension you know
1: yeah like, it also says right in genesis 3 after the fall right after adam because um, um sin entered the world when adam ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil not when because eve was deceived adam sinned freely um, cause God gave the commandment to Adam and he was supposed to relay that to his wife. Um, and he didn't do a good job in doing that. <laughs> um, and so like when God is dishing out the, um, consequences of that sin, he tells Eve that her desire will be contrary to her husband, but he will rule over her. And then, I believe it's in Ephesians, where Paul mentions that the husband should love his wife the way Christ loved the church, and the wife should respect her husband as unto the Lord. Well, Jesus died for the church. So, I think he even mentions in there that um, um, the husband should um, love his wife as his own body. Like, you take care of your body. When you're hungry, you eat. When you need to go to the bathroom, you go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when if you're cold, you get a blanket. Like, you take care of your body. It's, like, second nature to you. And that should be how you're, you take care of me. Like, second nature. And vice versa, like, my responsibility is to submit under that leadership. Yeah. And it's not a subservient. We should talk about submission next. Because I could go on. <laughs> but it's not subservient. It's, like, I picture submission to you as, like, It's like pouring down rain, right? Like it is pouring down rain and we only have, we're out in the middle of nowhere, we're on an island and there's no shelter and you have a a coat, a rain jacket and you hold it over me so that I don't get wet and you, and you stand out in the cold and I huddle up under you, you know, that's how I picture that submission to you. Like you're not out to get me you know, like the decisions obviously like I'm included in those decisions, but like ultimately like you're carrying the load of our family. And if I am your helper, which the Bible says that the wife is the helpmate to her husband, it's my job to support that. Right? We're a united front, we're a team. Um and I and I'm only submitted to you as my husband.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my point was, like... Sorry. <laughs> all of those things that you mentioned, though, yeah, like, they're good. They just don't come as easy as what we say because there's... Well, there's a all those, curve. There's all these tensions and problems that come up, but it's all for a purpose for us to be bonded, and, like, one way yeah. for us to push through those things is to have sex. Right. Like... Because it bonds you. Yeah, we become more bonded. And
1: we become more one. More one in one accord with each other. Yeah, we become
0: more one. You know, I want to include you more. You want to respect me more and submit more. And uh, sex is just one part of it. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying it's all all just sex, but...
1: Well, it is kind of... It plays a
0: big role in it.
1: It plays a a huge role. Because our kids are going to see that, not see us having sex, but, like, they're going to see that bond, they're going to see that oneness, and, um, and, you know, being in a marriage relationship, having sex.
0: Yeah, because, like, there's no marriage that's not perfect.
1: Yeah. I mean, we definitely have our problems, but I also think that, like, our problems Aren't as detrimental as they were when we first got married. You know? Like when we first got married, our problems seemed huge. And now it's
0: like. We've matured a lot. We've
1: matured a lot and we're able to work through problems faster.
0: Yeah, and and we know that, like, sex plays a big role in us working together and being close to work through problems. Yeah. Um, Like, having makeup, sex, you know, we just, (laughs) we had a big issue or something like that, and we're like, oh, why are we even fighting now, (laughs) you know, like, let's just, let's just get it on or something, you know, like, you know, I love you, I care about you, you know, I don't want to do, I'm not purposely trying to do bad things, you know, or to, like, destroy the something, our marriage, Mm -hmm. and it ends up, like, oh, you're, you know, we, appreciate, we start appreciating each other and then we come together and we, you know, we yeah. have sex or something and who says the <laughs> passion
1: just... has to leave you know like we still make out <laughs> and yeah. then it's like when we start ripping each other's clothes off it's fine there's no condemnation <laughs> 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 and there's no conviction because we're married you don't feel that icky feeling you know it's like two thumbs up green light go you know
0: yeah I mean there's that commitment that we have together
1: and I mean even more than it being pleasurable sex was designed to procreate you know Yeah. and yeah, I mean, that's there's no other like there's it's like your kids are a physical representation of the oneness that you shared together cuz it's literally half of you and half of your spouse. And I think that's beautiful. Every time I look at Zeke, I'm just like I just like my heart just fills with love because I'm like that is half of my man and half of me. And no, we made mean. that, you know? Like our love made that. He's our love rocket. <laughs> oh my. <I would. laughs>
0: You know, you I, I know. Mean, if you think, like, biblically theolog- and
1: theologically. Like,
0: theologically, it's, like, crazy to think, like, how he kind of came to the world and stuff. Yeah. And, like, there's a reason, purpose, like, all the stuff yeah. behind it. And we're just kind of, like, a, we're just, like, servants to God to, like...
1: And now it's our responsibility know. to raise him up in the Lord. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, it's a big honor
0: to raise him as a man of God. That's, side note, I've... I think humans are the only beings that have sex face to face. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So there's like a special intimacy.
1: Mhm. Um, I just read that in my commentary It goes through Genesis. Again oh. Okay. Yeah. I <laughs> was in a
0: commentary in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like it's pretty unique.
1: It was like talking about creation and um I used a commentary called enduringword.com and he was talking about how uh how humans are the only um we're the only species that have sex face to face. So there's like an added intimacy.
0: Yeah. And um, I wonder who designed that. Yeah.
1: I wonder who. Must have been the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like looking at like that kind of design and then you know, how he literally says like be blessed, be fruitful and multiply. Yeah. Fill the earth. And it's like his stamp of yes, this is a good thing. And even after like, you know, he goes through the um like you know, the five days and he says, you know, it's it's good. What what he what he made was good. Um and it's not until humans are created that he says his creation is very good. Mm-hmm. And there was a special intimacy even when he created us. You know, he created Adam out of the dust of the earth and breathed the breath of life into his nostrils. And then he created Eve out of out of um, the side of man of Adam. Mm-hmm. You know, he took a piece of Adam and made Eve. And now, um, women are we are the birth givers of men. You know. It's a beautiful thing. And yeah. that's, why, that's why I believe that the Lord wants it for marriage and designed it for marriage between a man and a woman.
0: Um, I definitely agree. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, hopefully what we talked about...
1: Kind of made sense. <laughs> <laughs> I know we talked
0: about a lot of stuff. I mean, Michaela brought up, like, oh, we're going to talk about sex. I'm like, what do you want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But hopefully, it'll give you guys an insight of why we think sex is good. And not only, like, I mean, we did mention the Bible and just what we believe in. So how that shaped our why of, like, why we believe sex is important in a marriage and also just growing within a marriage how, how mm-hmm. it plays a role in, in that mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully you guys could take something away or if it entertained you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but yeah I mean is there anything else you want to talk about or share because we're about to be done here no I think that was pretty
1: much it Um, I hope it was encouraging because I know that like, that's kind of a sensitive topic. Like, nobody wants to say they're having sex problems in their marriage. Because, again, like, Hollywood paints this picture of, like, you're supposed to have perfect sex perfectly all the time. And it's supposed to be perfect and wonderful. and And, you know, it's not. Sometimes it's messy. And sometimes you don't want to. And sometimes... You're in a fight, and you—it's in those moments that the rubber hits, make, hits the road, and you choose to serve your spouse, and you choose to love them, and
0: choose to give
1: grace to them.
0: And yeah, you go through a big life change, them. yeah. And like you guys aren't just having sex as much anymore, or something. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know, there's so many factors.
1: Yeah, but I just like hope it was encouraging. I think that's you know that's kind of why. I wanted to start doing a podcast that kind of just was like very, very real and very authentic and very like, just open. Was because I know a lot of people in my life that I've talked to about these problems or like, you know, these different, I guess, issues, quote unquote, um, like finances and sex and intimacy and the difference between those two things and. How to communicate with your partner. Um, What does it look like? You know, now that we have a kid, like, what is that journey going to be? And just all these different things. I've talked to people in my real life about this stuff. And so, I know that we're not the only ones who have gone through things and are going to go through things in the future. And I want it. I just want to encourage people and be, and be like... You know, like the friends that people can like listen to and be like, okay, I'm not alone. You know, and if we can offer up some advice from the stuff we've gone through in the past, then cool, take it for what it is. But I don't know. Does that kind of like sum everything up in nice in a nice (laughs) little bow?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. Keep uh, following us on Instagram and where we're we're posting this podcast.
1: should be on, like, Uh, anywhere you can listen to podcasts.
0: So you can listen to more episodes ahead. Yeah. Thank you, everyone.
1: We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.